Hello, and welcome to Season 11, Episode 123 of the Cartridge Club's Game of the Month podcast, where we bring together members of the Cartridge Club community to discuss our monthly playthrough. If you're new to the club or are interested in participating in future months, please join our community Discord or follow us on Twitter at CartridgeClubNA. We love to see the hashtag CartridgeClub used whenever you talk about one of the games we've selected. I'm Captain Algebra, and on behalf of our rotating pool of hosts, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Additionally, on behalf of the entire Cartridge Club community, I'd like to give a huge shout-out to our Patreon Club backers. Joel Boyce, Canadian Grooves, Christopher Rohr, Ross Rango, Caleb J. Ross, and Dean Lasagna. Thank you all so much. You're such an integral part of why we can do this each and every month. This month, we played a much-anticipated sequel, Spider-Man 2. Joining me to talk about the game are Josh. What's going on? Ryan. Hello. And J-Chip. How's it going? All right. So before we actually get into Spider-Man 2, I want to talk to you guys about your experience with the Spider-Man series and your hype level for Spider-Man 2. So, uh, Ryan, why don't we start with you? What's your experience with the Spider-Man series? Uh, there is a lot. Um, Spider-Man. I'll just start off to say that Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man, is my favorite comic book character, period. Um, he's been like that way since my kid. It's between him and Batman. Um, I know I grew up that way. It's very generic, but it's what I, I grew up in the right time, right time for it. And Spider-Man was just, you just look cool. You can always just imagine putting your hands and your foot on the wall and pretend to be Spider-Man doing the hand thing, the twists, the twists, you know, uh, or whatever you would call it. But yeah, Spider-Man was always been my favorite general character. Uh, and I've been playing his games all over years now i can't say i started with the atari or the nintendo ones those ones were very past me despite uh me being a big nintendo kid uh but i i can clearly remember uh being disappointed with a lot of spider-man games throughout my whole life um one comes to mind is spider-man the x-men versus arcade uh for the sega genesis i hated that game but i rented it because spider-man and the x-men um but over the years, they've gotten gradually better. Uh, the PS3 games were a lot of fun. I know there's still a few I have yet to really dabble with. Um, but the Spider-Man for the PS2 generation, those are a good time. Um, I even like the ones for like the PlayStation 1 slash N64 Dreamcast era ones were a lot of fun too. At least in my experience, they might be a little bit dated now. But uh, Spider-Man PS4, which this game is the sequel for, uh, is my favorite game on the PlayStation 4. So when we knew it was coming, we knew it was coming. So I was hyped beyond hyped before even the game's announcement was coming out. So uh, that's my general history with the uh, Spider-Man game franchises. Nice. Josh, how about you? Uh, the first one I remember playing, I, I'm I'm the same as uh, Rocket is with uh, Spider-Man. I love it. I've been a fan since I was a kid. Um, that's the only comic I would ever read as a kid. I, I kind of, my family and my parents thought comics were not good for kids, you know, that type of feeling. Um, uh, but I would read Spider-Man all the time. And then, uh, the Neversoft PS1 Spider-Man game. I love that game. And then I think the other one I could recall would be Spider-Man two for PS2, which, you know, Oh, my balloon, go get my balloon, you know, all that stuff. So, um, love that game. When they announced the PS4 version, the Insomniac Spider-Man game, I was like, Insomniac, they're amazing developers. They know how to make a really good game 
you know, from Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. They know how to make a good variety in the gameplay. And I was like, okay, this is going to be awesome. This looks really cool. And then when it came out, loved it. My favorite game, 2018. It's probably, it's up there as one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 4. And then they launched the PS5 with Miles Morales. And I thought that was really cool to see like a nice, like eight to 10 hour experience. And it kind of got your foot wet with the new next gen system. So when they announced Spider-Man 2 and they're like, Venom's going to be in it. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is going to be badass. I, I can't wait. So. Nice. And J-Chip, how about you? So, like, I was a little kid during the Tobey Maguire era of Spider-Man. So, uh, I got... Well, I was able to see Spider-Man 2 in theaters. And that was probably the peak of, like, my Spider-Man. Like, not not peak. That was when I was starting getting into to Spider-Man. So, like, didn't really get into the comics. But I knew a buddy who had the GameCube version of Spider-Man 2. And I, I would just imagine that was, like, GTA, but Spider-Man because mm-hmm. it's open world and we never really play through the missions we just swung around because i mean that, that's fun um i did try spider-man 3 and then i just didn't like it the the game at least um after that like i don't know i just never really played any of the other games i just wanted to watch the movies and then uh spider-man ps4 came out and i thought okay this is insomniac and they, they make really good games, so I wasn't really too worried. So I got it the uh, the week it came out, and that, that was all I was doing the that week, was just playing Spider-Man 4, and Spider-Man PS4, I mean. And I really liked it. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I felt, was really good. The, uh, the ending to that game actually really caught me off guard, because I didn't expect, like, they were going to go that route. And... Uh, then I saw Spider-Man 2 was coming out for PS5, and uh, I was hyped. Awesome. So for me, like, we had some comic books as a kid, like, so I knew of Spider-Man, but it wasn't, I didn't really know much about them. I didn't know the back, uh, you know, backstory. I didn't know there was a difference between Peter Parker and Miles Morales. <clears throat> and so the only game we had Spider-Man related as kids was that Spider-Man X-Men or Arcade's Revenge. And that was terrible, like like Ryan mentioned. So, like, I would put it in every once in a while because, obviously, as kids, you don't have that many games. You just got to make do with what you have. And, uh, yeah, it was never that good. So then I really didn't play any other Spider-Man games. I watched the Sam Raimi movies, and I liked them. So that was really all I knew of the backstory of Peter Parker. And so when Spider-Man for PS4 was announced, I didn't even know about it. My buddy Seth, who's another big gamer, actually told me about it, and we were hanging out, and he showed me the trailer. I'm like, this looks awesome. And I knew Insomniac, I liked their stuff, and so I actually picked it up day one and loved it. And so I couldn't wait for Miles Morales, played that, enjoyed it. Um, again, that was the first time I'd heard of Miles Morales, so I didn't really care like about the story or anything. So because whatever the game told me, I just accepted, you know, because I didn't have any, any comic book stuff to kind of sway me from that. And so when they announced Spider-Man 2 and Venom was going to be in it, yeah, that was awesome. Because even as a kid... I knew a Venom, and he just looked badass. So I was pretty pumped. And uh, so, yeah, seems like we're all, we're very hyped for Spider-Man 2. So let's go ahead and get into it. And we're going to get to uh, Josh, who's going to share the story with us. So are we doing spoilers or just kind of like what what it is going in type of feeling for the I story think, here? Uh, I think spoilers. This is a full spoiler cast. Okay, so it's set 10 months after Miles Morales. Uh, we start the game off with uh, an incredible Sandman battle 
Uh, he's just terrorizing the town full tower sized, you know, Empire State sized Sandman destroying the town with a bunch of set pieces. Um, this game has a lot of different things going on. So basically what starts off, it's pretty much, I would say, the heart of the story is Miles Morales trying to live up to uh, Peter Parker's Spider-Man and be his own version of Spider-Man. And um, the cool thing about the game and uh, everything is the the story revolves around both characters and there's a lot of missions that you can jump back and forth between uh, to see different sides of the story. Uh, the primary thing with Peter Parker is like he is trying to kind of like edge his way away from being Spider-Man a little bit. And then Miles Morales is kind of trying to uh, uh, reconcile his past from Herman Lee killing his dad and just trying to uh, just find his place because because he's 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 Spider-Man and they're both Spider-Man. Uh, so, yeah, starts with uh, Sandman. Amazing, incredible fight scene. Um, and then you're kind of let loose into the open world with both the characters. Um, you get introduced to the lizard throughout the story. I mean, how de- deep do you want me to go in the story? There's a lot here. <laughs> you go as deep as you want, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, pretty much uh, Peter Parker and uh, Harry Osborn's back in the picture. Uh, he starts a foundation. And Peter and him are tr- are trying to, uh, or he's trying to like get Peter in like, hey, you know, maybe come here, help me out. He doesn't know he's Spider-Man. He's like, Hey, come here, help me out. Uh, we're going to save the world. Basically we're going to heal the world, which is a theme that is throughout the entire story here. And um, miles is like I said, dealing with Herman Lee escaping. Um, what's the name of the prison? I'm let's see. Uh, Those are the raft, right? The raft, the raft. Yes. He escapes the raft. And so he's trying to basically find him. And, um, yeah, Dr. Connors works for Harry Osborn and he's the lizard. And a, a lot of the storyline, I would say, uh, for all the villains in this, be that like like the lizard or uh, Tombstone or th- and things like that and Mysterio, they're trying to like uh, make the make their image of themselves better or like try to amend all the horrible things they have done. I feel like that. Um, reconciliation is a big theme throughout all this game. So you'll meet all these different villains that are kind of like in the world. They're just trying to make up for all the people they killed or harassed or stole or whatever. Um, which I, I think that's, it was really cool to see uh, in here. Very unique take. Um, we got Mary Jane. She's working for JJJ now. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going back and forth between her and, that guy basically is a shitty boss, which you know, a part of my French. He, he's a he's a bad boss, and um, I, I don't know if we're allowed to cuss on here. I forget, but anyway, <laughs> I do it anyway. But um, uh, he's a terrible boss, and she doesn't like him. And uh, there's a little bit of friction between her and Peter because of that. Um, and yeah, it's 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 uh pretty much throughout the game, you're you are discovering that the the venom suit is the thing that's happened. Harry has a suit on that has you know, powers that can help him heal himself because he has a disease that's killing him. And without the suit, he's basically going to die. Um, and then we find out that, uh, yeah, he, he turns into venom and, uh, you know, there's a lots of symbiotes and, uh, that there's all that that happens. And then in the background, all this, during this buildup, we have everything with vulture going on, you know, um, or Craven, sorry, not Craven, not vulture, uh, Craven going on. And, uh, He's trying to build up his forces and he's basically trying to have the ultimate hunt. So 
he finds out that he thinks Spider-Man's the ultimate hunt because he's super powerful. So he's kind of after Spider-Man and all the different villains. And he brutally kills a lot of them too. So that's kind of the main premise of the story. We got Craven, we got Venom, and then Harry's in the picture with Miles and Peter kind of having their, um, I guess, uh, brotherly love going on. They hug a lot. They, uh, they're trying to help each other out and, you know, that's shown through the gameplay where you can switch between the characters. And I think it's done really well. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. So what do you guys think about the story? Because I know we got some people who were really into the comics and other people who had no experience with the comics. So did the story bother you at all because it wasn't exactly like the comics or, or did we enjoy it? I, th- I think we're leaving that open for uh, Ryan here. Yeah, go on, Ryan. I'll say I'm very lukewarm on the story. Um. I know they did change a lot of things. It's I, I one thing I kept trying to tell myself throughout this planet is Marvel. One thing they do about themselves is everything is its own universe. So this is the Insomniac universe. This isn't six one six. Six one six is the comic book universe. Despite them trying to say the Marvel universe, the MCU six one six, it probably isn't. They've already changed so much of it. Keep that. Make up a different number. And go, go with it for now. Right. Um, so I have to tell myself, yeah, okay, that's fine. You know, when the first reveal of like Venom was there, and they they came out and said it's not Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock isn't Venom in this game. I was kind of like already a little little disappointed hearing that because, uh, like like Spider Man being one of my favorite characters, Venom's up there as well. I like Venom a lot, and the thing is, I. I really only like Eddie Brock as Venom. There's a lot to it. It's a it, he had a redemption arc because he started off being they. I mean, he essentially made the comic evil Spider-Man. That's essentially what Venom was when he was created, and he became so popular that they put him on any comic they put him on on the cover for it sell. It sold huge in the '80s and the '90s. So popular that they're like, this guy needs his own comic, you know? Like, so we need to make him a good guy. Uh, so they made Carnage to continue that villain side, right? So they branched it off for that reason. Um, now, I will say there is a lot of terrible Venom runs, a lot of terrible Venom runs, um, and a lot of it features Eddie Brock. Um, I was For the longest time, I would say I love Venom, but more as a character in a Spider-Man story. By his own, his own story, it's not it's not very pretty. That was until 2018, uh, when Donny Cates took over. That's right when I got right back into reading comics. Um, and it's because I was so into the MCU movies, and I still am. Uh, I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to go back and start reading a couple of books that I liked as a kid. So I bought Daredevil, I bought Spider-Man, and by Spider-Man, I bought AS Amazing Spider-Man, because that was the, the runs I would read as a kid. And Venom was just starting up. So I grabbed Venom, right? And that was the start of the Donny Cates run. This this video game takes a lot, a lot of Venom story uh, from that whole run, and it's a very it's a great run. Um, you can even particularly tell these are just two books from issue five. Venom with the the wings. We see right. that in the game here. Yeah. Uh, the the Carnage story that spinned off of this. 
you can see the the spiral heads that is from this era none of that came until about 2018 is when that that run started and ended in 2021 um so they just finished uh their 2020 2018 release of spider-man and they're like all right we're doing venom so they must have heard all the buzz because that's the thing is that book was like the hottest book uh in comics for about two years um so when when they first said eddie brock isn't venom i was already kind of jaded and then in my head i'm like well the easy answer is is harry mm-hmm. but why would it be that just that easy of an answer all right so if you remember from spider-man 2018 like one of the last scenes is uh like they say oh harry's on a trip and then eventually norman goes behind his like secret door and there's a tub and you see like some mystery go in there so i'm like that's just too easy that's just too easy it's got to be something else so my comic knowledge here is going in my head and i'm like what is this so i start thinking of what's the one craven story arc that everyone always talks about it's craven's last hunt right and in that story arc eventually peter parker loses to craven and craven just kind of starts being spider-man and he starts being a better spider-man you know than than peter parker and he's donning the black suit so in my head i'm like maybe craven is actually going to be venom here maybe he loses the peter parker and then the symbiote goes to him right uh that wasn't the case so you know i'm like all right and, and then in the story here one of the first reveals that harry is venom he dons the agent venom suit uh so i'm like okay i guess but that's like flash thompson's thing and flash thompson uh, the main reason why he kind of daunts is because Eddie loses the suit and whatnot. And then the comic wars, Flash loses his legs because he was in the army. He went from being this jock, this prick who pick on Peter, and uh, eventually he kind of signs up for the army, becomes this war hero, loses his leg saving soldiers uh, and saving people. So they kind of like give him a second life to donning the suit. And in doing so, it makes him like one of the best soldiers and they put him on missions and blah, 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 blah. Eventually, he becomes anti-agent Venom uh, down the road, which kind of looks like what Peter eventually becomes here. Um, so there was already like a couple of things that going against it, right? Um, I I will say though, I love playing as Peter Parker in the in the in the symbiote. I don't know if I like the changes as playing, even though it was a lot of fun. Even though it's a lot of fun, I don't like the changings of the of venom's powers too in this story um they did a lot of things like they gave peter parker like venom powers right peter parker when he wears the symbiote in the comics and granted i have to like repeat myself i have to tell myself this isn't that same universe peter parker is just like a more enhanced spider-man he's stronger he's got like unlimited webbing he doesn't have to worry about changing that and it does make him more evil the longer he wears it the more messed up he becomes where he realizes it and he knows he has to drop the suit. Um, I don't know if I like the ability of him having tentacles come out of his hands, despite it being a lot of fun to play with. Um, or, and I don't like the, they gave, they gave Venom a lot of Carnage's abilities, like the whole, like brainwashing all these people and like turning them into those, you know, spinny head symbiotes. Mm-hmm. that's not something venom does that is that's not one of his abilities um that's something carnage does i understand they're trying to tell a story without 
I guess they, they, like I said, they borrow a lot from all these things where I'm like, I kind of wish they found to save that for maybe a carnage thing. Um, I mean, there's a lot to the whole spinny thing in the meteorite with the spinny, I think, is it leads back to the, the creator of the symbiotes. Uh, and there's talks of a Venom spinoff and everything, too. I don't know. I, 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 I get the story. I get the story and everything. Um, and if I'm going to make one big complaint, too, about the story is it feels like the main the main story is Peter's is all Peter's and Harry and Mary Jane and Miles's story feels like a tack on. Uh, and in that like Miles and I've seen this meme, so it's not like me coming up with this original idea. Miles's main story is I don't want to do my college essay. I, I, you know, like, and everyone keeps reminding, Hey, did you do your essay? No, I'll get to it. And even like when, even when Peter's like symbiote Spider-Man, he's like, he's like, do you do that essay yet? And he's like, I'm busy. Sorry. I gotta be Spider-Man right now. Uh, so it's, it, it, it seems like that's a lot of the case, right? Like, he, Miles is ignoring his responsibilities. He's, he's, his mom is, trying to restart her life over by dating someone new and he just takes off to go do spider-man stuff without like ignoring he's ignoring his responsibilities and maybe in maybe a favor of trying to impress peter um because that comes a whole thing too with like he kind of gets upset with him giving harry a lot more time um but i don't know at least i said i got a lot more complaints about this game but <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna let other people talk here for a moment. So I know that's a long tirade. Um, I got more, but uh, <laughs> I did like this game. I want to state that I did like this game, but I got a lot more to say. I, I can't so. disagree with you more on almost all your points, but that's okay. <laughs> no, that's oh. good. I appreciate it, Ryan. I mean, uh, that's that makes a fun podcast, right? When you got disagreements, yeah. Well, so, uh, my, everything that I guess I I like I didn't like, I can have a reason for, right? Um, and because like I, I would think something would make more sense because of this or something because of this. Um, mm. So like I said, that's not the, I don't know, maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't thought of that's like the main reason why I, I will say, I, I think I like 2018 more than I like this game, despite this being the better game. Right. I will. Mm. I want to say, I think 2018 left a more impact on me than this game did. Okay. So, okay. I just want to comment. I think that I do agree with a lot of the things you were saying about miles. I do think there, they could have added a little more to his story. I do think there was some nice things with the visions Academy missions. And then like the, the whole thing with, like I said, Herman Lee and him trying to, you know, come to terms with, you know, I have all this power. I, I could literally kill this guy right now, but he chooses the, the better path. And I think that, um, him taking up the mantle, maybe as the Spider-Man in the MC, in this, I almost said MCU in this universe, in the Insomniac universe, is uh, is pretty much I think what they're going for going forward. To be honest, uh, even though he had the Colgate toothpaste uh, suit there at the end randomly, um, but anyway, we can talk about that later. But um, I think that that you have some very valid points. Um, but I, I was listening to an interview with Brian Itzahar that he's like the creative director of the, the series. And he said that having Harry be Venom was something they were kind of going back and forth on. But the reason he did use Harry as the main 
heart of the story, you know, because it's his best friend and it's really easy for, um, you know, Peter to latch on. It's easy for the audience to, uh, okay, this is Peter's lifelong best friend. They even had the, the, the scene where you go back in time and do like the little heist mission with them and things. Um, it, it makes it easier for the, the story to have a lot more stakes and heart. That's the reason they did it. So I can see the reasoning. Um, they just introduced a guy named Eddie Brock. And then a lot of people who don't know the comics are going to be like, who's Eddie? Who, why, why do I care? You know what I mean? Um, I think that's pretty much why they did it for more of a general audience because of that. I think that's the, the reasoning behind that. So yeah. that makes sense. Jay Chip, you have any thoughts on the story? Uh, so I thought the story was amazing. My only issue with the story is that it felt very formulaic. So yeah. like in Spider-Man PS4, you go to the uh, place Omni is working at and everything seems nice. You know, you meet the, the bad guy and everything seems hunky-dory. And then suddenly everything goes to shit. The same thing almost happens in Spider-Man 2, where you go to where um, Harry's working at, everything seems fine, and then it just kind of, the, the ball kind of rolls down and it just uh, is a total shit show. So I think that's my only kind of complaint. I wish they were a bit more creative with, like, formulating the story. Like, we don't need, like, a great introduction to, like, I guess, Harry in, in the sense that, like, everything's going to be perfect. So I wish they would did that. But other than that, I thought the story was great. I think Craven, I think, is the MVP of the story. Uh, just him being so menacing and like vicious, like uh, I just really like that a lot. And pretty much uh, the way he gets taken out, I thought was fantastic. Because like I, I didn't really know how far they were going to push, but, but they pushed hard. For sure. Um, I definitely like Craven too. Again, not knowing the comics, I no- knew nothing about him. So I thought it was pretty cool that he's like looking for that very important hunt, that that major hunt uh, to like kind of feel something, you know. And uh, I just I thought he was a cool character. I did not expect how they ended it. Um, I thought he would might last longer or something like that, but I thought it was cool. I would say overall with the story, I liked it. Again, not and not having with the comic books. I know it doesn't bother me how things happened. Obviously, I knew of Eddie Brock because of the Sam Raimi movies, uh, but it didn't bother me that it was Harry. I think I agree with Josh that it kind of gives the, the more the feels for that general audience. But I think, and it's a nitpick, I would say the thing I didn't like about the story was trying to reform the villains. Like, I get where they're coming from, and it's kind of cool, but to me, a villain is a villain, right? They've done terrible things. They've killed people. Like, I don't see them all of a sudden just being able to reform. You had what Tombstone was working at the, uh, the, um, God, where was he? The festival or something. The festival. Yeah. It's like, I don't think I would want this guy who's got these powers who can kill people to just be working where my kids can go ride on these rides. You know, I just, I don't know. I didn't, didn't love that part. You know, the one thing too, I think, so when they were kind of revealing this, and I thought maybe they're going to take elements from, uh craven's last hunt and they kind of even did uh there's that one mission where you're sneaking around his uh like that mansion he's in he's like hiding out in and i think you find out like the paperwork that he is dying uh which is kind of from craven's last hunt too i i think he's dying from cancer uh see that or some disease but he's slowly dying that's why it's important for him to get that last like rewarding hunt before he dies and he can just call it you know a day um, because at the end of Craven's last hunt, the comic, he shoots himself in the face. 
and that's he, he finds he, he finds it's a, a success. He did what he accomplished, and it's time to go. That's kind of what Craven's last hunt is. So I was assuming that was going to kind of happen. Now it didn't happen that way. It happened another way in the game. Um, thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but, uh, I was also one of the main reasons why I also thought Craven might be Venom is there is a, another story from a couple years ago called, um, Spider-Man, what is it? Uh, life story, Spider-Man life story, where every, every book is another decade. So that when they get to the eighties, they come in the kind of the biggest arcs from the eighties were Peter wearing the symbiont suit, Venom. And Craven's Last Hunt. Those were like the biggest. And that's the thing is every single decade, they took what were the big moments of the decade and they made it like a focal point. And it was a continuation of his life. So when it started in the 60s, he's a teenager. 70s, 20s, 30s, you know, 80s. Um, At the end uh, of that book, uh, after Craven kills himself, the symbiote latches on to Craven. And then it comes back at the very end uh, where basically there's at least one more point down in the last book, basically where there's confrontation and it's like a venom craven kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree with you on the, um, not that you mentioned it, the, the, the villains, I know they have way more villains to cover here. Right. Um, you know, I, I want to say if, if we can start going into the side missions here, is it okay if we go into side missions? Here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was, I was, I think, getting upset more as I was playing some of the side missions. Uh, one for the cult, right? And as I'm playing the cult, so so there's two things right here, right? So there's two things where I'm like, you have this Spider-Man universe. Why are you doing this? So they have this fire cult, and the cult is setting fires to these places, and they worship, and eventually it gets to a side mission with um, Yuri, is a character from the previous game, and... If you played the DLC for 2018, uh, she kind of is like a, I guess you would consider her an anti-hero, but she's kind of a villain at the end of, she's, I believe she's like killing people at the end of of the, those DLCs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was expecting her to be a villain, but she's more of just like an anti-hero, and she goes by Wraith in this one. There's a character in the Marvel Universe connected to the Spider-Man called Wraith. Uh, he's actually more connected to Venom than than anything. Uh, so I was kind of like, eh, why are you giving her that name? Um, I guess they didn't read that book. Uh, but, and then eventually, I, I, I think I might even been, I might even said this to Josh uh, singly, well, that when I eventually got to like who the cult leader is, in my head, I'm like, why are they doing a cult when you have a cult in there? Carnage has a cult. And sure enough, you find out the leader is Cletus Cassidy. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. I'm fine yeah. on this. I was calmed down a little bit on that one. But yeah, you were getting all heated, right. and then yeah. you're like, the reveal yeah. was like, okay, okay, they're, okay. they're doing so okay you, by this you, one. You did read a little here. You did read a little. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I'm going to have some more complaints here about Venom uh, because... <laughs> you do well, like the game, right? Yeah, I do. Like, I, do. Sure I, I want to state that I do like this game, but... Uh, and. I think people know what Venom's general weaknesses are, uh, and it's fire and sound. Uh, and you're getting hit with fire, and what's it called? Like nothing, or Venom's getting hit with fire, walking right through it like it's nothing. Uh, but bullets do damage. I, I'm guessing they just didn't want to program all that. That's my the whole thing because uh, I mean, Venom essentially poops out bullets out of his mouth. That's how he gets the. If you ever see in the comics, he's got green ooze coming out of his mouth. That's how he poops. Uh, so it's kind of like, 
I was like, oh, okay, maybe you just didn't want to program this because like sound was definitely an issue for him, but you know, whatever. Sorry, there's more. <laughs> I don't want to be this. I'm gonna give breaks here before my complaints here, so people are happy about this game. No, you're good. Um, I thought the Carnage uh, ending of the Flame missions was cool. Um, again, I had no idea who Cletus Cassidy was. So then when he kind of made that reference to Carnage at the end, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So hopefully looking forward to like Spider-Man 3 and Carnage being a big part of it, I think would be cool. Um, but um, since you talked about the side missions, does anyone else want to talk about any favorite side missions? Do we think the side missions were better in this one than in Spider-Man 2018? I, I did. I, I thought that at least every single one of them have more purpose um, than than the first game. The first game had mo- a bunch with purpose, but there were some that were like, all right, we're just doing these bases just to do these bases. And there wasn't really much to it uh, here. Once you completed everything in a side mi- side mission, and a side quest, you you get some cool reveals. So it's like like you said, the flame or, you know, you're doing the Mysterio mis- uh, Mysterio stuff, you know, and then there's a big Mysterio fight at the end. And then you find out, you know, that it's uh, not Mysterio. It's his cohorts that are trying to, like, trick people to think he's Mysterio. Well, it's a pretty cool review. I actually thought that fight scene was pretty cool. So. All these little like collectibles, the spider bots had a payoff, the photo ops have a payoff, you know, everything has a payoff. So I think that they were better implemented in this in this one. Yeah, and I really like that you only have to do that mission as Miles Morales. Like it gives him a little more or something to do other than just do the main story. I have a couple side missions I actually really did enjoy though. Uh, we're going with the positives first this time. We got, huh? we got a positive here. Um, I love the the reveal of the chameleon. Um, yeah, some of it I will say. Some of these side missions I feel kind of really heavily inspired from the Arkham games, um, namely the chameleon and Mysterio. Uh, the chameleon one felt very much like Hush, but that is very that those are there's a lot of similarities between Batman and Spider Man, DC Marvel. Uh, so that was actually a really nice reveal because he is like stepbrothers with Craven. So I was kind of glad that they actually included Chameleon in this, even though if you don't really fight him at all, um, and maybe branches more often to the next game. I did like that a lot. Um, that, and I thought the Mysterio one had kind of a scarecrow mission feel to it too, like from the Arcane games. And I did enjoy those, those fights, um. A lot yeah. easier than the Taskmaster uh, fights from the first game. This where you had to uh, get at least a silver or above. This was a lot easier to accomplish than than that was. And uh, yeah, those were those were a lot of fun. Yeah, I had the same thought about the Mysteriums. How like it felt like Scarecrow. So that was pretty cool. They were probably my least favorite ones though, just because some of them are time related and I hate being timed in games. Like I don't want that added pressure. Like just let me do the fighting and maybe have to um, not get hit or something like that. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff more. It was still a super cool ending when you, um, you know, kind of like fought Mysterio at the end, but uh, I don't know. Some of them weren't great in my opinion. Um, I did like the Marco memories ones. That was just kind of fun. I thought it was an interesting story about his daughter and stuff like that. And it was just kind of cool getting those those pieces of rock and putting them together and kind of seeing the statue at the end. Yeah, I, I thought the Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man app ones were really good, uh, especially like helping Howard where you helped him, you know, set free his pigeons and things. And it was just really nice and heartwarming. And then him talking, uh, finding 
was it the grand grandfather or grandmother uh in in the in the central park and talking to him and just it's very spider-man-y stuff which i love that because it just adds more characteristic characterization to this version of spider-man i mean i think the voice actors in here are awesome anyway um but just uh hearing them be you know literally the friendly neighborhood spider-man having that you know feeling to it was really nice ryan did you have any negatives about the uh side missions i know you got them um (laughs) some criticisms yeah you know i kind of i'm starting to get to the point where i I, not well get to the point of this i i kind of i didn't really was bothered by it in 2018 but now i'm starting to like the side missions that aren't spider-man related uh and that in that i mean you're not peter or miles um i want to i rather just not have those in the game at this point like the mary jane one i guess was okay uh with the the you know she's a little overpowered with the silver sable gun and uh and adding a little web shooter to it um and i i get it it's for storytelling purposes right but uh the one with Haley. I, I thought was like a waste of time. I felt like that was kind of like a, a, a slow down kind of point of the story where like, no, you that, that like, actually like gave me some emotions. I was like tearing up. Like, I, I thought that, that hit me in the feels for real. Ryan doesn't have emotions. No, you're tracking down. <laughs> oh, I do just, just for it's basically, it's just miles. Basically just, he's trying to, you know, hype her up basically. Cause he's trying to get to her digits. Right. You know, so he's trying to take her to a, to a dance. And that's all that mission felt like where he's like, good, good job, good job. And it's just her, you know, finding an artist and saying, hey, why don't you come to this art hall? And I'm like, what? You know, it, to me, eh, that that was skippable. I mean, I, what I about the the Hornet, like little uh, Ratchet and Clink basic yeah. side missions where you're like flying around little Hornets, shooting fake Hornets and stuff. You know, that was a little bit more fun. Uh, you like that more? Okay, <laughs> I, I I did. Even though it was dumb, even though it was dumb, it was better than chasing birds uh, from the first game. That's true. Uh, yep. I I like the photos a lot more for 2018 because you know what? It, why? It's because it was giving more character to New York in that like, and I I get they're trying to show character for like the people of New York, but this the previous one where you're taking pictures because. Uh, I think it required it for for the platinum, right? I don't know if you did it, but it was awesome in the fact that it was showing you Manhattan, a recreation of Manhattan. But where does Marvel fit into Manhattan? Okay, so the Sanctum Santorum is right by Radio City Music Hall and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So if you ever been to like Manhattan, it's actually like you're like, oh, that's really cool. I stayed at that exact hotel, that building right there. And it's not, it's like four blocks away from this thing. And I'm like, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it gave like a, like the character of New York was, was, I don't know. I think better done, done better in the first game than in this one. Yeah. I think they're just, instead of doing locations, they're just focusing on the people, which I think that the reason it's different is because we don't just want to go take the same pictures again. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I understand, I understand it, but I'm just saying is it, I think it was better in the first one yeah yeah okay 
Uh, my my comment was going to be I like that the they switched the backpacks to spider bots, and I thought this whole spider bots thing was cool. I liked hunting the spider bots. It was really, and they tell you how many was in a region, so you kind of just swing around until you see the little like glowy orbs, and then you get a little bit of like, oh, this is the spider ham one, and this is a spider Gwen one, and then you're like, okay, there's going to be something multiverse related, and obviously at the end, you know, you get the little tie into the spider verse movies, which is really cool. I I was I was popping off for that, so. Yeah, I liked the photo ops and the the spider bots as just kind of like a change of pace. You know, you're not fighting stuff or doing these big missions. They're just little things you can do while you're uh, um, swinging around the city and going to another mission and stuff. It was just it was something nice. Um, but I was I struggled finding the spider bots sometimes because I was always like up in the air. It's like I should be able to see that glowing ball. Like mm-hmm. it should appear a lot easier. And then towards the end, I realized like it was actually easier to see them on my map first and then locate the glowing ball from then. Chip, you have any uh, thoughts on the side missions? Uh, I really like the uh, the Sandman side missions. I thought those were fun. I really wish I had the uh, black suit, the the webbed black suit from Spider Man Three before I would do the, that because I, I just feel like that that's a little appropriate to do. Um, other than that, I felt the the side missions were were pretty good for the most part. Uh, the the Spider Bot one I didn't really like. Um, I just wasn't a fan of like the payoff of that one. Because I thought it was going to be something bigger, but kind of let me down. So I'm not really, not really sure what was going on there. Um, but other than that, I would say the the side missions were pretty pretty good. Right. And I, I want to go back to what something Ryan said. You talked about like the the Haley mission and then the uh, MJ missions. I do like that MJ wasn't completely helpless because that's mm-hmm. one of the most uh, most annoying type of side missions in games is when like you have to play as another character that has no powers and is completely helpless and you just basically have to hide and sneak around. So it was nice that even though she was overpowered, you could at least do something. And and to add to that, like the Haley mission, like uh, I get where Ryan's coming from, but I found it kind of interesting that you're playing a character who can't hear anything. So I don't know if they ever do uh, a Miles Morales two and they expand upon Haley missions, I would like to to see where they would go with that. So we've talked about side missions and um, and the story. Curious uh, with gameplay. So it play the gameplay is pretty much the same as Miles Morales in Spider Man twenty eighteen. Um, you can get your upgrades to the gadgets and the suits. And uh, I'm curious, what was your fighting style like? How did you prefer to fight hordes of enemies? Like, did you have any certain tactics you like to use? Uh, sneak around until they find me, and then I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the stealth, so doing the blinds and the bases and anything that's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be sneaking around. I, I love the new, uh, the web that you can just place anywhere inside of the environment. It's just a nice additive thing for the stealth. So basically by the end of me going into a base, I feel like Spider-Man because there's 32 dudes webbed up on top of these webs. So it's super cool. And you just feel like, you know, it's 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 like Arkham. It's like the other Spider-Man games. You know, the stuff's pretty similar. But adding that one gadget, it just, uh, yeah, I just love that. And then if you get caught, you know, well, I have these badass symbiote powers. I'll just slam people down with my uh, giant tentacle arms. Why not? You know, so pretty cool. It was fun. Uh, I, I will say uh, some complaints about the gameplay. Of course. Uh, but he likes the game. Remember, I do like the game. The game. Uh, so... At first, I thought this was a bonus. Uh, as I was playing the game, I really liked it. The addition of the web wings. 
Um, I was gliding here and there, everywhere I was going throughout the game. Basically, I was just doing that. And then I kind of like towards the end of the game started realizing it 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 took away something from that first game where uh I, I I think I noticed and I played the majority of this game on I don't know if it was run better on 30 frames or what. I chose the 4K 40 option uh for the how the runs game. I didn't do 60. I did 4K 40. I did 60 just to start off and then found 4K 40 and I just went with there. Um, I didn't find it smooth to run on the buildings in this game at all. Uh, between swinging between the city. Like the first game, I did so much like running on the buildings and jumping between back and forth and everything. I felt like that one felt a little bit, it felt a little bit more clunky in this game for whatever reason. Um, so I, I mean, I stuck to flying most of the time, but that, takes away from the spider feel the spider-man feel like i never as a kid imagined or wanted to pretend to be like you know flying around as spider-man i imagine wanting to swing around it's it's like even with the previous games the older games swinging through the city was a lot of fun like and I, you kind of took it away i understand it's a new ability and it's a lot of fun and maybe that's why they included it because i did it for both peter and miles but the more i thought about it it kind of took away the uh the travel abilities at least it wasn't as clean in my my opinion from the first game um but you know i guess another complaint i have for this game is that and and maybe it has to do because i did hear the guy the game's uh director say we want to have the same amount of suits for peter as they do miles one of the things i you know that was really neat about the first game suits is they all almost all of them had like a special ability. Like one would give you more defense, or one would give you like you know make you stronger, or they give you the the spider the spider suit where you know or um the superior spider suit or the uh, yeah, civil war with arms, right? Iron spider, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked that about the first game. It kind of felt like it was missing. Like it, it just felt like the suits are just different skins in this game where they didn't do anything different to to help you. Um, and I understand it kind of because they were establishing what they were doing with miles where you were giving him like his his venom punch powers and making him overpowered uh that you have to do something with for peter uh which they did with the the symbiote but i I felt like you lost something here by taking that away it's just something like small but like i kind of missed it a lot like i wish if i was if i wanted to play as venom or like at, at at eventually after you give up the symbiote and you get become like anti-venoms peter parker and you can eventually carry that throughout the whole rest of the game where you keep the symbiote powers i rather wish that with the black suit options that they had in this game i wish like if you wanted those abilities you had to put that suit back on like i think that would be the thing maybe it's just more and more stuff they would have to do i i just think would have been it would have been a little bit more fun um because i'll i'll say this too uh, for all the suits I played, I played as classic like 80s, early 90s cartoon black symbiote Peter Parker with the blue haze. That's my favorite rendition of of uh, symbiote suit Peter Parker. Um, I know they have the red haze, which is kind of from the cartoon. Um, that's kind of neat. I like the all abilities where you can customize the suits, but that blue haze. I love I even love Venom with that blue haze or even the bluish venom. Like that's my preferred venom. Um, not that just the jet black, but I don't know. That's like I said, just I, I, I believe me, even after uh like 
you lose the powers and you get anti-venom powers i was still rocking that black suit symbiote one even when they had the more gooey the gooey one the story told venom suit i i went right back to that flipped it as soon as that became unlocked i was i was rocking that that's the suit even in tony hawk pro skater 2 when you unlock spider-man that's the spider-man i play as because that's my favorite outfit period i know some people like the black and or the red and the blue this is mine so nice well before we get more to the suits were you more of a stealth fighter or just attack enemies ryan after after getting the symbiote stuff i was almost just going at people straight at them like mm-hmm. i would maybe get one or two but i was i was basically like let's just rock this house i didn't care anymore at that point because not saying like whatever i was just having fun with like the symbiote powers more than anything mm-hmm. so yeah i i felt i found myself going through phases so in spider-man 2018 i did a ton of stealth and at the beginning of this game i didn't i just wanted to fight and i i used a lot of aerial attacks so like i would kick the enemies up into the air and then fight them up there because i only had to worry about projectiles because then the people on the ground couldn't get me and especially if i was on a building because it was just fun to kick them off the building and then not have to worry about them and then we got the ability to shoot that line shooter kind of in buildings and you can kind of walk over it like you could in, in the Arkham games. And then I was stringing a bunch of people up, kind of like Josh said. And I, I felt proud with how many people were strung up before I left left a room. But then towards the end, once we got the Venom powers and anti-Venom, then kind of like you, Ryan, like I just went straight at people because the powers were super cool. Um, how did everybody else feel about the wings? I thought they were okay. There was even a trophy that you needed uh, to use them for, but I think I'd rather swing around the city. Yeah, me too. I think the wings are a cool gimmick, but like you're kind of taken away from Spider-Man. Like it'd be kind of like playing as the Flash, but you have to use a car to get around. Like, so- uh, like Sonic All Star Racers, right? You know? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought I can agree with you guys. I see where you guys are coming from, but I just thought it was fun. I. I don't know how they're going to go back from that now, like in another game, because I we're just stuck with the web web, you know, the web wings going forward, period, because like they already said, OK, this is a power unless there's some kind of like lower reason, like, oh, no, this 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 villain stole your web wings, so you can't do it anymore. But I, I we're pretty much stuck doing it. I think that uh, what I made myself do a little bit more is I'm just going to swing, you know, and, and just add some some web wing in here and there. So I still felt like Spider-Man, but this, this is, has been commented a lot. The traversal is basically like a mini Superman game hidden inside of a Spider-Man game. So uh, I, I see the people commenting on that and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I can fly all the way across the entire the map without touching a web if I really wanted to. So, cause they have those little things that like add your height to it every once in a while, like little like uh, steam ports i guess and then the little like uh tunnels little web tunnels or you know little wing tunnels whatever and uh yeah you can just fly across but hey i i try to swing because you know i'm spider-man i'll swing right you know yeah so i i did enjoy those jet streams though that was kind of fun like going over the water to the other part of the island is like okay that's cool but yeah I, i would rather swing um Ryan, you brought up the suits, and I agree that they're missing those powers from the first game. But at the same time, sometimes I liked how a suit looked in the first game, but I thought its power sucked. And so then it's like, God, I don't know what I'd rather have, a better power or just kind of look look better. And so it was kind of nice that they, they got rid of those, but at the same time, I did miss them. Did you guys have uh, favorite suits at all? 
I don't know which one it was called. I, he he kind of looked like a anime Miles Morales, uh, I guess. Uh, he had kind of a, the the basically a turtleneck over half of his suit, you know, his face or whatever. Um, that one I rocked a lot. I just thought it looked really nice in motion, and it really suit suits Miles Morales as a character. So I was like, I did that one, the red version of it, and I was rocking that probably half of the game. Um, I like that they still have the Spider-Verse, like 12 frames per second, like swinging in the animation in there. But honestly, I can't do it for more than like 20 minutes. I start getting motion sick. I'm like, yeah, this is not working for me. So I have to turn it off. But occasionally I would flip that on the noir suit or the, the Spider-Verse one on just just oh, I'm going to go do this base as uh, into the Spider-Verse Miles Morales. Why not? You know, but uh, that's the one I use for Miles. For Peter, I pretty much stuck with more of a classic red and blue. Um I do like the white spider, but uh, they have a lot of lot of random options. So I actually just started doing some just silly looking ones at the end there when I'm trying to get the platinum. I'm like, oh, I could be combat Spider Man right now. Why not? Let's do it. You know, and just having fun with it. Uh, so for me, uh, when I'm Peter, I always go with the web suit from uh, the Tobey Maguire trilogy. Uh, yeah, that's a nice one. I just have the most nostalgia for for that one. Even Spider Man Three, I know. People don't like that movie as much, but I, I I still enjoy it for for what it is. So that's mainly the suit I would go with. And as for Miles, uh, I mean, I usually just picked whichever one looked coolest. I like the one where he's wearing a uh, he's wearing a hoodie and like some combat boots. I just felt that looked cool on him. You know, Ryan, you liked uh, like the Venom suits, right? The black ones. Yeah, mostly just the standard uh, black and with the blue haze, the blue shadow mm-hmm. haze around him. Um, but for Miles, I, I like, I pulled it back out from Miles Morass, the little, uh, spider cat one with the backpack. Oh, yeah, that's one of that one. Yep. Too. Yeah. That, so that cute. one, that yeah. one, I, that one I rock with and, um, absolute carnage, the Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales suit from that one. Um, I think there was, uh, there was another one. There's like two from that one. I was flipping between it, but I think I, I, I can't remember what the name was from it. Uh, but I believe it's just like the two ones where I think they, the other one is they didn't want to probably give him this suit, the exact, cause he would have to have eight arms from the absolute carnage series because he kind of, that's what, when he gets possessed by carnage, that's what he becomes. But they had like two carnage variant suits. So I rocked with those a lot. Those are the ones I kind of mixed up if I wasn't playing. Um, I, I also, I think classic classic was one I was going with miles. I'd not. Not the one that was the standard. There was the classic that I think is just based off the comics. I like mm-hmm. that one. I thought it was much more of a clean look. Yeah, I love that they have color weights in this too. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling this version of the black and red, but this one is reversed black and red. And wow, that looks really cool. So let's try that out for a bit. You know, it's if you want to be yellow and purple, why not? You know, some of them are weird, but like I thought it was cool that they gave you that option to kind of, you know, be your own version of that Spider-Man, which is cool. Right. Yeah, for Peter, for me, I kind of switched between three. It was Iron Spider. I just like the look of that one. And then Web Black, similar to J-Chip, I just like the look from the movie uh, with that, like, extra kind of white lines there. And then, But once you got the Anti-Venom, that's what I stuck with. Like, obviously, it wasn't much left in the game, but that was, I think, my favorite. And then for Miles, there was the programmable matter one. It almost looked like mirrors and stuff, and kind of it was very edgy. I thought it was cool. And then the smoke and mirrors. Once I finished the Mysterium side mission and you got that suit, I'm like, this is badass. It kind of reminded me of uh, the White Ranger from the Power Rangers, which I was a huge fan of as a kid. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. So I'm just 
pretty much stuck with that the rest of the game. You know, you mentioned Power Rangers here, and that's one thing I put in my notes why I think I always like Peter Parker, symbiote Peter Parker, because to me, it's like, it, it's almost like the, if you ever watched like Power Rangers, there's always a couple couple episodes, not very many, where the Green Ranger would hand over the the shield to make the like he's like you gotta take this Jason or something like that, and I'm like, dope, you made the Red Ranger more powerful, dope, you know. <laughs> that was, was awesome. That's why I think like it just was. I just always kind of associated or related it to that. It's like you're making Peter Parker more powerful, dope. Let's mm-hmm. roll with that. What do you think about the Miles final suit where he jumps in there? He's like. Yeah, it's a Miles Morales original, and I was just like, I'm not sure if I'm feeling it was the hair sticking out at the top. I wasn't sure if I was feeling that one. Like, yeah, to be honest, it, it kind of gave yeah, me some like it kind of gave me some Beaker vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, part, see that. part of the besides it being ugly and trash and looking <laughs> like a like a Colgate bottle, uh, part of the part of the allure to Spider Man is is you can't tell who's underneath the mask. Uh, it's completely covers, and that even Stan Lee said anyone can be Spider Man, right? He said it before, and it's because he wore he's completely covered, you can't tell who he is. But with that suit, you can, you can clearly, you would just basically like, Hey, I just saw this haircut like two seconds ago, and now this guy's walking on the street. That's gotta be Peter Parker, or it's gotta be, it's gotta be Spider Man right there. So, like, it's it's not well thought out. There was, I think I might even share with Josh that there's there's an artist who like redid it. And it looked significantly better. The same kind of lap, a better color pattern. And I think they gave it like a hood, right? Mm-hmm. And that would have been a better option for us because, I don't know, if you're giving away your hair, you know, like, you're, you're, you <laughs> especially know, when it's that recognizable of hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was yeah, my immediate thought, Ryan, <laughs> is just like, uh, aren't people going to know who he is? Mm-hmm. Like, that was going to He's saving a citizen. It's like, hey, how's it going? Wait, Miles? Because he just sees the hair. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, we're all in agreement about something. Right. And uh, yeah, we had some negative things like Ryan. Yeah, we all have we all have a negative right here, right? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative. Just call me Mr. Negative here. There you go. That's what we should have been calling you all podcast. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so one of the last things I kind of want to bring up is the boss fights. I know Josh kind of talked about at the beginning with the story, like that intro with Sandman is a super, super cool fight. And you got some major boss fights throughout the game. You also have some minor ones. Were there any particular boss fights that stood out to you guys? I really uh, like the, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, the Sandman one is pretty, pretty sweet. Cause like, that's the first thing you see. And it's like, it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're pumping the, we're pu- breaking, putting that ga- uh, gas uh, right now. And we're just not going to stop. Yeah, I, I love the uh, the Venom reveal is nice. Obviously, it's a really great moment. But the fight after that is Mary Jane as Scream. I did not, I did not expect that for one. And I know Ryan's already rolling his eyes over there. I can see him. But I love that it was a. It's a very Peter Parker Spider Man thing to have a marriage counselor, marriage therapy fight scene. Basically, they're going back and forth about their marriage and their relationship and fighting. And I thought that was such a cool way to do that that uh, uh i mean of course they're gonna be fine you know when everything's said and done but i just thought that was a unique take on that boss fight and it was a fun boss fight too all right ryan let's focus on the positives first okay positive boss fights um i will say i i kind of liked uh the miles versus peter one I thought that was a really fun battle fight where where Peter is losing himself to the symbiote. Um, 
I thought that was a fun fight where you have to trigger the bell to flare up the the symbiote and whatnot. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I will say fighting as Venom versus Craven was kind of interesting too. I like that one, even though it's more it plays more like a Hulk uh, character. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, I guess in maybe Mysterio. Uh, I don't know. That was. Uh, let's, let's stick with the first two. All right, yeah, I, I'm I'm agree with J Chip on Sandman. I love when a game introduces the game with such a big epic battle. Uh, God of War is one of my favorite franchises, and in God of War Two, you kind of start off with that battle against the Colossus of Rhodes, so it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of that. It was a really way great way to start the game. Um, I did like the Scream fight. Again, I have no knowledge of the comet, so I had no idea who Scream is. So I don't know if she is Mary Jane at all in the comics, but uh, Ryan's like, nope. <laughs> but I thought it was super cool um, to kind of, you know, have Peter have to fight her and stuff. And then, I mean, it's kind of the easy answer, but the final boss fight with Venom, it just, you know, you got the high stakes and it's just, it's a brutal fight and it's just epic and fun. And I don't know, Venom's one of my favorite characters. And so just to fight him was awesome. I did like Ryan, how you mentioned, like when you're fighting as Venom, that was actually one of my favorite moments of the game when Harry first really becomes Venom and you're kind of like fighting your way up that tower and stuff. You're just so powerful and it was badass. Now you can go with some negatives, Ryan. I guess like the fight versus Scream was fun. I I, I didn't care for the counseling part. Uh, I, I get it. I get it's the story they're telling. Um, and Mary, like I said, Mary Jane isn't Scream. That's not a big deal. Scream has, got, has several hosts. Scream mm-hmm. just find somebody else I, I i forgot the name of the girl who's currently got her um she basically she had uh the sim venom symbiote at one point in time and she's got like devil powers scream doesn't really have like a set host she just whoever eventually her host will die and she'll go to the next person um and i kind of wish they established it a little bit that like she is an offspring of venom venom has many offsprings there's so many symbiotes uh and the thing is most of them are uninteresting uh, but Scream always has seems to have like a one where she comes back, like Lasher or a Riot. They're all terrible. They're all and they're all around. They're like there's so many bad symbiotes in the Spider-Man universe. But they, whenever there's a new one, people jump on the book. The main ones are really Carnage. I kind of wish they would establish like that as like instead of just being in a tube, just being like that. Like even if it's at the end, like I've always associated it, and it could be wrong. That when the carnage current symbiote like leaves or leaves like it becomes like the offspring of Venom, it's like the evil side leaving Venom, uh, despite Venom not being quite the best thing. Um, one thing I like about like Donny Kate's run, uh, and it makes a lot of sense, he went back and did a lot of backstory for Venom, is that like Venom is seen as um, an addiction like a drug addiction almost like it's sure it makes you feel great but it's terrible for you and it's killing you on the inside um so like and believe me there's writers that don't do it that way there's people that ship them together that eddie and the symbiote are in love with each other i don't care for that stuff uh that's changed around the time over here uh but yeah it's i don't know like i said I, I i did like the scream fight sorry back to scream sorry for that tirade I guess, like, the Wraith one was kind of lame. I don't know. He should have just rested her. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I did like the Mr. Negative fight with Miles, though. Yeah, um, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah, going into the, the negative zone, basically, back and forth, and kind of 
you know, Herman being becoming a better version of himself. I know like you guys are kind of like not super cool on the reform. I think that was probably the most earned out of all the reform people in this because, you know, Miles could literally just venomed him to death, you know, shocked him to death right there. He chose to let him go, you know? Um, so he said, Oh wow. He forgave me, even though I killed his dad, you know, that's a pretty powerful thing. So I think that that fight leading up to that, and it was a pretty intense fight. It, you know, took a couple of tries for me and, um, yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty epic. Jay Chip, you have any like least favorite at all? I found the lizard to be kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my only problem with the lizard is that they have this height, this build, this build up, but it kind of goes nowhere. And once you're done with the fight, he's just he's just kind of there. So I kind of wish they did something more with him. Right. Yeah, I, I would kind of agree with Ryan on the wraith one. That was probably my least favorite. It wasn't a very epic fight. I thought. Um, I did like that Mr. Negative one. I thought it was super cool because Miles is so angry at him and pretty much hates him and stuff. But in the end, he is able to like get past that and like show that, you know, he's a good person. He's a good Spider-Man. So I, I kind of agree with the reform for Mr. Negative. Um, that was, that was a pretty cool moment. He is a character in the comics that does that too, where he goes back where he, he's had whenever that Ven or the negative stuff flares up, but he is kind of not, the worst of the villains, you know, there's a lot worse villains than that. Um, same thing with uh, Connors, uh, Dr. Connors, the lizard very much where they're like, they, they are not terrible people, but they suffer from having, you know, and that's why I think Peter has to like save them because they're not bad people. They're just, when something happens to them, like they can't control it. Right. That makes sense then. Well, before we get to like our overall thoughts, is there anything else you guys want to talk about Spider-Man 2? The gameplay. A little bit more. I want <laughs> All right, to, go I ahead. Want, I want to ask everyone, because I've seen this a couple of times, but I know one person who I know was playing uh, playing along at the same exact time, and he had his game crash on him several times. I didn't have the game crash on me at all, uh, but I did notice like some bad glitches. Like whenever you do those... like. It's it popped up a lot for me when I was fighting Nelson. Like you do like a take team combo with Miles or Peter. You'd be in a fight on the street and they're like, hey, I'm here. And like you'd be fighting a guy. There'd be times where like you'd be punching a guy and like Miles already swung past, but like the guy's leg is flicked in the other direction. Like they do that slow-mo tag where they point at each other and they go by. There'd be like times where the guy'd be flipped in the wrong direction or like the webbing was pulled in a different direction. Um and I noticed the like times where like I couldn't finish a fight because one of Craven's birds was stuck in a building. Uh, so I just had to leave and come back because like you couldn't, you couldn't advance it. Like it was one of those uh, Craven towers. He had to shut down. I couldn't do it because it was stuck in a building and it happened at least like twice. Um, did anyone, like I said, my one friend had a really bad experience where it crashed on him at least six times. And I like I know they patched it a couple of times, but the last time last time I played it, it still had like it's like little hairs of errors. I don't know if anyone else had like an experience like that. So the the only experience I had is uh, with a Mary Jane mission. Um, I accidentally exited out of that one, and for whatever reason, she uh, Mary Jane's just on a building T posing. And basically what I had to do is I had to restart the checkpoint to go back to the Mary Jane mission to do or just do it completely over again. So I found that to be kind of an issue. It didn't break the game after that, but that was my only 
issue with that game as far as like glitches is concerned. Uh, pretty glitch free for me. I mean, with any game that's open world, you're going to see occasional clip in with different things, but I didn't, it didn't hinder my enjoyment of the game. I had no sequence breaking like you did with the, the Craven flying drones or anything. Nothing like that happened to me. I, I was pretty smooth sailing. So I know I've heard some uh, technical issues have been plaguing the game, at least near launch. They probably fixed it since then, but uh, I had a good time. Yeah, mine was similar to Josh. I didn't really ran in, run into any glitches. Um, didn't have any crash at all. And I played for some pretty long sessions. In fact, like I'd only played for like a few hours and then I got sick right before my daughter's birthday. And so my wife didn't want me out with all the people that are at our house. So I was like, I just brought the PlayStation five in our room, brought in a TV and I just pretty much played that all day. And I had no issues. Uh, one more thing. And this is the positive. All this right. Good. Positive opposite of Mr. Negative here. Uh, I thought it was really <laughs> neat. I don't know if you guys probably, it probably went past everyone's head, but I kind of noticed it right away as I fired up the game and it has to do with the PlayStation five controller, just like slowly walking. You can feel like the slight little taps on like on the controller and it stood out to me like right away i'm like ah, oh, that's really neat i just thought that was really I, I, i'm gonna have to start looking for it now more in other games but i just thought it was really just a nice little touch that probably would go past someone's head you don't feel like jumping a building or building you, you might get the rumbles but just like just walk and you can feel like slight right left step on the right and left side of the controller i just thought that was really neat yeah, and a lot of really cool dual sense when you get the venom powers for the first time. The symbiote stuff, the whole controller's like making sound and vibrating. It just mm-hmm. adds to that like epic. Like I'm kicking ass right now. So um, they did a good job with that. Yeah, uh, I noticed that too, Ryan, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I want to mention a cool moment uh, from the game. Uh, Black Cat, she just appears. Uh, if you didn't play the DLC, um, you might be a little lost here. You're like, what? Who's this chick? But it is what it is. You mean play the DLC, I guess, right? Um, but she appears and you're swinging through portals, which is really cool. Like, I thought that was awesome. You're randomly in Antarctica. And then they had the little uh, Wong teaser. Like, oh, hey, I need that back. Wong. You know, and I thought that was really cool. And she's in London now. So maybe there'll be like a side story that where you're in London as Black Cat later on. You never know. Um, but I thought that was super cool. That one really took me by surprise. Ryan or Jacob, you have any like unforgettable moments or things that you really liked uh i do have one question but uh one of my favorite things about this game i guess is just uh beating people up in this game like it just feels so satisfying when you finish a guy off and i don't know i just found the gameplay of this beat to be really fun um but my question to you guys and this has been kind of the 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 hot topic for for this game is the game's length I've heard some people say this game is very short, um, and I just kind of want to get your guys' opinion on that game, on, on that uh, that topic. Yeah, I, I was fine with it. I think, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to look it up real quick. Um, I want to say I finished it in 25 hours, and that's that's including getting the platinum. Um, just trying to see real quick. Yeah, yep, 24 and a half hours, um, which I'm fine with. I'm not someone who really cares about the length of a game as long as I'm having fun. You know, a game can be two hours, and if I'm having fun, it's fine. Or a game can be 80 hours. If I'm having fun, it's fine. I felt like 20, 20 to 30 is a good good range because it's not going to overstay its welcome. It's all it's staying fresh enough. So I was okay with the length. Yeah, I, I think it took me around 35. to. I got the platinum as well. 
Um, but the reason I love photo mode and I take my time in games, especially if I know this is going to be a game I'm only going to get every so many years. So I'll probably like dilly dally a little bit. Oh, let's just go swing around a little bit, see if I see anything cool. Um, so that's why it took a little longer for me. But if I was like, you know, let's just get through this, it probably would have been like 25 or so. But um, yeah, I have probably 150 photo mode screenshots on my ps5 right now because i just love getting like that perfect shot you're just perfectly annihilated dude and you need freeze frame it and get that nice lighting and vignette and everything i love doing that so i got the platinum as well and according to the playstation app i put 39 hours into this game so um i do feel like the game didn't waste your time a lot uh like i that may be a gripe against 2018 that there might have been uh in order to get the the platinum it there might have been a couple really like tedious side missions. Um, even for like the ones like they're they're very minor. It's not like a gripe or anything. It's just one of those ones. Like if they're a, like I mentioned the Haley one, it wasn't that bad. It, it's not like god awful. It's just you know I'd rather just have done something else if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the game waste my time. And for for that is I sure I probably could have burned through the story and been done a lot faster, but. Like Josh said, these games come around like every five or year, so years. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to try to see everything it has to offer and go from there. It's not so, ridiculous like Uncharted 2, uh, Uncharted 3, where right. it's like a six-hour game. When you come from like a 15-hour <laughs> game down to a six-hour game, that's ridiculous. Uh, this game doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, my, my question is, did you guys ever think that Peter was going to become Venom? Like, I feel like they did a pretty good bait and switch there because they even had the Tony Todd like voice actor come in for a minute there when he's like kind of like almost at the brink of being the most evil. I th- I was like, oh, are they going to do that? And then we have to fight him as Venom and then kill him. That's where my brain was at at some point during the game, which I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, then it ended up being Harry, which, you know, it's kind of like a Arkham Knight where you're like, okay, it's, he's going to be the bad guy. You know, okay, it's Jason Todd. Yeah, same thing, right? Spot <laughs> but, on. Um, Josh, yeah. 100% spot on. And it, like I said, it, yeah, it, I, I, I kind of mentioned that at the, beginning, at the beginning of the show. I was hoping it wasn't Harry because that's the most predict- predictable answer. Right. Um, there is another Harry character, Harry-related, where he can, and maybe this will branch off Spider-Man mm-hmm. 4 or Spider-Man 3. Um couple years ago the amazing spider-man arc uh had a character named kindred and from the first issue i i I said to myself i'm like the easy answer is it's harry so i hope it isn't harry and then 74 issues later the reveal it's harry you know like Mm -hmm. i'm like you know like it's not disappointing it's just it's just predictable and it's like you said exactly arkham knight where they're like it's not jason todd and sure enough, it was Jason Todd. It yeah. just it fits it fits the story beats. It fits like yeah, okay. Well, it, it makes perfect sense of the case. Why don't you be a little bit more creative with it? I, I I thought it was cool. Still, I still thought when Harry's like, "We are Venom" and everything. I thought that's that was still an awesome moment though. Um, and then they set they set up Silk at the end. Which if you're not a comic fan, you're like, "Who's Silk?" But uh, though if you if you don't care about comics, it's kind of a nice little teaser. Like, oh, there's another character coming along that might you know be interesting so all right well i think it's time then for our overall thoughts um so j chip we're gonna start with you what are your overall thoughts on this game uh i i loved it um the, these new spider-man games have been amazing uh just from a gameplay perspective swinging around 
beating people up. I just I love this game a lot. Um, is it my favorite Spider-Man game? I mean, time will tell. As of right now, I think I do have some recency bias, so I would say yes. But ask me in like a couple of years of what I think about this game, and maybe things will be different. I would say this game is very amazing. It's a spectacular Spider-Man game. I I'm kind of I stand Spider-Man stuff. Like I love anything Spider-Man media already. So yeah, these games always leave a lasting impression, and I always love them. They're just always. I think that the fun factor can outweigh some of the nitpicky things of the story or, or whatever. You don't like, Oh, I don't like that story beat as much as this, or I don't like the mile suit, this, this or that, you know, whatever. I think that when you get out of the game, you're like, damn, that was just a fun time. And they just, they, they put some money into it. You know, it's Sony. They put a lot of money into it. You see it and it has a really great production value. You have so many awesome set pieces. And when there's many times I'm playing this game with my jaw on the floor, I'm like, damn, they're doing that. That's awesome. So yes, I loved it. I nitpick because I care. Okay. Uh, I did like this game. Uh, I still say I like 2018 more because that left a more uh, lasting impression on me where as soon as that game ended, I wanted to fire it up again and go. Um, and uh, this this one, I, 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 have that, I don't have that feeling. I mean, I, I beat the game and right now I feel like I'm done with it. Um, despite me loving the symbiote abilities um, and Venom being in this game. It's just... It was good. It was good. Didn't hate it. It was just good. It wasn't great. It was good. All right. And yeah, I would say I loved it. It was very fun. I didn't, like you said, there's some nitpicky things here and there, but it's not going to ruin the enjoyment of the game for me. And I thought it was a great successor to uh, Spider-Man and Miles Morales. So now I do have a couple questions. Now I know Curtis has his questions of doom. These these aren't questions of doom. Uh, I do allow halves when you're rating the game, so don't feel free, feel like you have to do one, two, three, four, or five. You can do halves. So uh, we're going to start with uh, Josh this time. Would you play this game again? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I'm thinking about doing the new game plus um, going forward. I don't know when when I could fit it in, you know, but I I definitely have the plan to play it again on new game plus. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go in 100% the entire thing again, but maybe do just the main story. Yes, but probably not anytime soon. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I'll play it again, and I don't replay a lot of modern games. I'm usually trying to play a new game, but I feel like it's good enough that I would play it again. And now for the rating, where does this rate on a scale of 1 to 5? J-Chip, go ahead. Uh, 4.375 out of 10. Very nice. Out of 5, I mean. <laughs> yeah that's a big difference there out of five or well, out of ten yeah <laughs> i'll be nice and give it a four out of five okay uh i want to lean four out of, like five a five out of five but i'm gonna get like a 4.8 4.8 right. out of five nice yeah. i'm gonna go straight five uh there's those little nitpicky things but i think i just i loved every minute that i played it and nothing took me away from that so i'll go five and then finally ryan we're gonna start with you this time where does this game rank compared to Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales? It's in between them. Um, I would say it's number two of, of, of that power ranking. I want to say one more thing because I forgot to mention this in the overall thoughts because I think it kind of relates to this. Um, one thing that playing this game, uh, and it's not my original idea, but my, one of my friends mentioned this, and as soon as he said it, it makes perfect sense, that like these guys should be making a Thor game. Like what the the abilities that like how overpowered Ven, uh, Miles was, 
and just like the swinging through the city and flying around like this would be an amazing like thor game just going through the worlds and just like flying to the area smashing and getting the volume going and i just can't help but like think that like that would be awesome if they can somehow you have a formula right here you're making all these other marvel games you have one you have something right here for for uh, for thor the god of thunder yeah that's a good point i'd play that Mm -hmm. game same all right josh where do you rake this game um, I think uh, I can't. Can we do ties? I guess maybe not. But um, no, you can I would, do it if you want. I, I would rank. I would rank the first one a, maybe like slightly higher. Like I would probably still give this one maybe a five. I'm maybe being a little more nitpicky, whatever. But I would say the first one just because it was such a cool thing. Like this is our first time being in Insomniac Spider-Man. I think that's the the pop for that. I have the the nostalgia. I'm a, I'm nostalgic for a game that's five years old. You know, it's I felt really like this is this is my new New York home. You know, home away from home Spider-Man game. So I'll 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 just give that one a little bit of an edge. But I do think that this game would be a like barely number two, like not much less. And then Miles is a little bit less because there's just not much more to chew on there because it's a smaller game. Um, but I do think that's a great game too. So, and again, residency bias is going to play a factor into this, but Spider-Man 2, probably my favorite. Again, ask me in a few years what I think. Then it would be uh, Spider-Man PS4 and then Miles Morales. Uh, I do really like Miles Morales, but as Josh said, just, there's not enough there for, for it to elevate higher than, than that. Yeah, I think I'd go Spider-Man 2 to the top just because I love Venom so much. He's such a cool character. Um, and I also haven't played 2018 since 2018. Uh, I think I only played it the one time. I platinumed it, and while I loved it, I just haven't gone back to it. So I think I would have to revisit again, and that might change. But for sure, it's Spider-Man 2 right now, then Spider-Man 2018, and then bring up the rear, not that it's a bad game, would be Miles Morales. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Cartridge Club Game of the Month podcast. Let's find out what we're going to play in the next couple months. So for December, we'll be playing Celeste. January will be Golden Axe 1 and 2. And February will be GoldenEye 007. Again, if you'd like to get involved with the club, I'd encourage you to follow us on Twitter at CartridgeClubNA. You can also visit our Discord for all kinds of discussion about past, present, and future games of the month. To those of you interested in supporting the club beyond a review on the podcast app of your choice, I'd like to mention that the club is entirely funded by pledges made from members of our community. We are extremely grateful to those supporters. And if you're interested in becoming one of them, please look into how you can do that at patreon.com slash cartridge club. All right, so Josh, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Frantic Society on Twitter or X, whatever you prefer. And uh, or you can find my podcast. I do bi-weekly with a couple of friends. It's all about indie games called Indie Quest. You can find that at Indie Quest Pod on Twitter or X. All right. Thanks. And Ryan. And thanks for having me. Uh, I am also one of the hosts here for the Cartridge Club. Uh, but you can find me on formerly Twitter, now X, as I learned today. Uh, at the handle of its rocket sauce, I also have uh, the Instagram with the same handle of its rocket sauce, and I'm in the Cartridge Club's Discord. So say hi to there. Awesome, thanks for being here. And J Chip, well, thank you for having me. Um, J Chip Show, my YouTube channel. Um, I'm also on Twitter at J Chip Show. I do have Instagram, but not as active as I am on Twitter. So, but you can follow me there at J Chip Show. So, yeah, pretty straightforward. And I'm also in the Discord. Awesome. Thanks for being here. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Discord, Captain Algebra. I'm in the Cartridge Club Discord quite a bit. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to talk to you. 
All right, guys. Thanks again for being here. It was a great discussion. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you all soon. Thank you for joining us. CC Unite.